Ladies and gentlemen, please now make welcome... Low IQ and no teeth, the Big Footy Collingwood podcast. My name's Dominic, and with my team of Collingwood Tragics, we're going to through the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and all of the bizarre crap in between that has been a Collingwood supporter. But there's no crap this week, because we're coming off a three wins yeah! in a row. Yeah! 20-point win over Fremantle, the first time in six years, the first time under Nathan Buckley that we've beaten Fremantle in Western Australia. So, in light of a game that was stressful... It was close, riddled with inaccuracy and errors. I'm going to introduce the team and ask them how they deal with close Collingwood games. Firstly, to my right, she's been outsmarted by a beagle three times this week. <laughs> the escape artist has cost her $300 at the pound, Bianca. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, coping mechanisms, you reckon? Yes. We, um, I don't really cope all that well, to be honest. <laughs> all that well at all. But I um, sometimes feel like if I don't have positive energy, it affects the game. So yes. I still try to talk myself into Amen. like, if I think that things will go oh, well, they'll yes. go well. No. Yep. But no. it's really hard to like not What's, have that. What have you been doing for the last two years, Daniel? That sneaking negative energy positive. just coming yeah. up, taking I'm over. I'm the complete opposite of that. <laughs> Next, we have the man that is riding a Braden Maynard wave of optimism to yes. the grand final, Andrew Saliba. Um, last week you said that I didn't wave to people in like my car. I've been make sure I've been doing that all the week. I've been over waving. It's like um, how I cope. Oh, look, I dr- I drove during the third quarter, so I was listening to it on the radio. And Colin made a few mistakes, and every now and then when they made a mistake, I was like, oh, and I looked looked away, and like I wasn't look watching the road. <laughs> I closed my eyes like three or four seconds. I wasn't watching the, the road. I could have died. Colin. <laughs> so if you've got my life in your hands. Please do better. Also, not coping well. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't cope well. Um, but I like to say, just on the Maynard thing, my uh, Maynard moment of the week, because it's like I'm doing one every week now, isn't it? It, it was a great <laughs> tackle. The tackle you laid. There was a female player running towards goal. Oh my yeah. god! Be still my beating heart. It was crazy. <laughs> what about that spoil that he took that turned into a mark? Yes. yes. <laughs> boundary. Yeah. Yes, you are preaching to the bloody choir, Dominic. It was awesome. Very nice, Mikey. How do you cope with a, Collingwood, a close Collingwood game? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't cope at all. Fair to say, uh, I I like to pace. Pacing is something I like to do. I like to hit things. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> um, I feel it just feels good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I I'm not a not a very good coper. It's they're gonna kill me one day. Yeah, the Sri Lankan supremo Louis. That's me. That's me. Um, yes, uh, Fremantle Collingwood. It was a nail biter of a game. I. Look, I'm like the rest of us, uh, I don't cope well. Um, However, one of the things I do do uh, is drink heavily. (laughs) Right from the get-go. I mean, I get that scotch out and I give a three-finger glass and I'm good. (laughs) But also what I like to do is I like to sit in the same spot I've been sitting in for the whole game. If I feel like if I change or anything, I feel like it changes the game. I don't know. The whole dynamic of the room. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. Personally, I'm an abuser. Uh, I abuse people, I turn on people, people that were my friends or family. Every, I just turn on everyone until Collingwood is one and then I'm their best friend again. That's how I deal. So, third win in a row, five and six. The role is alive. The same role that I talked about three weeks ago after the, prophecy. the GWS <laughs> Is alive! Talk to me, Bianca. Um, we've got Melbourne next week. We can go six and six, even with the um, the injuries. We're going to hope that Billy Elliot the injuries, um, the injuries me, not right? serious. Mm-hmm. We have to cop well. That's so just something that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Billy Elliot can only be a two or three weeker, we're yep. we're looking pretty good. Well, uh, think Greenwood's going to stay in the team as well. I think he it's played out a, the game. Just yeah. a cork um, calf, wasn't it? Cork calf. He yep. played out the game. He finished the game on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we um, going to be next week? What the excitement levels are going to be at if we're six and six? After being two and six. There's a few outs for Melbourne that are going to be pretty good for us, just like Sanderland's out being out for Freer was a big plus for us. Um, This week's scary. We're obviously not the favourites. I think we're $2.60 at the moment. But um, we're going to have to shut down people like Hibbard, Jones, Oliver... But I think our midfield can do it. They're powerful. Mm, their midfield's on fire at yeah. the moment. Absolutely. I'm still a little sceptical about the role, Dom. I have been, because I'm the group pessimist. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I'm happy that we're winning. So Where I'm would happy. you be if we do beat Melbourne? Where would I be? Ooh, it's going to take the Port Adelaide game. I said there's a, it's a big three games coming up. Mm-hmm. Seventh, mm-hmm. eighth, ninth yeah. from yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then come back to me maybe 
on the lead up to the, the game after that. And yeah, the yeah. game after that. Yeah. And the game after the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last quarter of the grand final. Yeah. Yeah. Got my 60 points. Yeah. Then Where are you swinging towards the ball? Are you happy? Mikey, does the Billy Elliott loss hurt us as much as I think it does? I think it does. Uh, I think it will. Elliot plays our small forward line works well because Elliot, who is small, can play quite tall. Yeah, very good overhead. Always takes a good mark, yeah. and he's what does he kick now? Twenty goals in six games or something like that. He's, yeah, yeah, absolutely killing it. I mean, yeah. you'd want to see like maybe Fasolo come in, but who knows what's going to happen with him mm-hmm. with how he's going. Yeah. So it's, I think it will. Very interesting. Uh, Louis, yes. Brody Grundy had one of those games again. Uh, he was, look, on the whole, had a pretty good game, but he, his handballing is uh, a disaster. I saw, um, I saw a lot of moments where I thought it was maybe remember the game before. Um, he had a lot of fumbles where he couldn't just pick up the ball. Uh, many times I'd be screaming at the TV, just pick up the ball, just pick up the ball! Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> Again, one of my coping mechanisms, the yellow TV. Um, no, but overall, um, you know, he's you know he's he's very agile. He you know he, he got he got a lot of the ball. He got he got in those in those contests. Won a, won a lot of those um, airborne um, contests uh, yeah. frequently. So I thought that he played uh, pretty pivotal in the last fourth quarter. I was going to say in the last quarter he was yeah. crucial. Massive. He yeah. actually turned the tide massively. Um, and it says a lot when you're having a bad day and you can still put in a big fourth quarter when it actually matters. Absolutely. There is one man I want to give a shout out to. Uh, played in the forward line with one arm, willed his way for us to have a victory. Um, just did it in pain the whole way. Tyson Goldsack. Psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Just incredible. I mean, that, that's how you win over people. That's how you inspire your teammates. Yeah. And, and oh. when you have wins like that, it's always those guys that play hurt. Yeah. Yes. I like what Buckley said in the press conference as well. He said um, he uh, put his one hand up. <laughs> <laughs> he was happy to just have two running legs. So just, yeah, that was it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. I also want to point out Levi Greenwood had an yep. amazing game yep. playing yeah, in Judy. He had a career-high 14 marks. He's getting wow. better each game. I like always say, like, have you ever seen him in the air? He, like, twists and turns. He yeah. plays like a helicopter. He's, yeah, he's a barometer for us. Like, yeah. He also yeah. kicked a crucial goal there was, That was oh, a yeah. play that I loved. Yes. It was like yes. a game of soccer. He kicked it along the ground. Shalor kicked it along yes. the ground. Yes. Yes. Greenwood grabs it, kicked to the goal. It was Hard fucking four. amazing. Practicing. He's a big barometer for us. When he plays well, we're up and about. Yes. And yes. Um, we, I was going to say that he should be tagging, but he actually played really well up forward. He didn't kick straight, but... Um, he's, he provides a target. He's got forward he's, pressure. Yeah. He's um, he's making opposition earn it when they go out. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we should talk about if he's going to tag next week. As it's well. true. Well, we're going to bring that up later. at selection at the end of the day. But uh, I think it could be a, a decent move they pull. Now, the midfield. We talked about it all year leading up to the season. Pendles, Trelaw, Adams, Wells, side bottom. When those guys play well, we're going to be hard to beat. Exactly. And the last three weeks. Typified by yesterday, they Mm. were amazing. The three of them, Pendles, Trelaw, Mm. Adams, the three best guys on the ground, um, especially Trelaw was was something else. Winning clearances, hard around the ball, you just can't beat them. And when they've got Grundy feeding them. Yeah. There was one tap, Grundy, out the back, and then onto Trelaw. It was was magical. It was beautiful. It was a moment when when Trelaw nailed that goal from 45, and Mm. Pendles... Dodged one, set him up with that pass around the corner to set it up. It was. Louis <laughs> mentioned that before the podcast. <laughs> shaking he, his head he right now. He has hands in his head. Fuck right me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> now, we're going to be very hard to beat if those guys play like that. And mm-hmm. if they bring it next week, um, I don't know if Melbourne can go with us, I even without it, a forward line. Even the fringe midfielders, Broomhead and Degoe, especially. Yeah. Big one. Yeah. Degoe had games. a crucial game. Yeah. Even though Broomhead game. was. Uh, I mean, it was probably his best game of the year, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I think he, he needs to get a lot better before. Yeah. So, before we go to the votes, Saliba, you asked the question last week, and you brought up the man Jordan Degoe. Now we've yeah. got Daniel Wells out with a calf, and we said that it's it's hard for him to break into midfield when it's jam packed. But this is his opportunity to go into the midfield. Is is this his week to really start? Is this his month to start stamping? Well, I thought I thought he had a good mix on the weekend. Like he I did. Thought he, he was, played really well. It was his best game for the Yeah, league. exactly. Yeah. He played a good forward game, and yeah. he was bought into the midfield as well. And he was dodging players and feeding it out. So, 
I am sort of turned a little bit because I know that he can play that. Like, I want that to be the, the standard. The benchmark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I feel you. Now we're going to go to the votes with Louis. Winner of the North Smith Medal for 2010 is Scott Emery. Right, the votes this week. So we're going to go from 3 2 to the 1. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting out with my boy. Ads, uh, he was amazing. Trezor. 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 Trez, Ads. I don't know. Some, <laughs> of, us met him. Some, some <laughs> of us have met him. Some of us haven't. But for those that have, we call him Ads. Um, he was amazing on the weekend. Uh, uh, yesterday, big finish, as Don just said before. Uh, one of the players, I have to. Hi- I wanted to highlight this uh, properly. It was, it was a really crucial point of the game. Pendles had it. And a little check side kick, which he does quite a few times in the last couple of games, set Trelaw up perfectly. And as soon as he got the ball, it was weird. I, I thought, there's no one else I want kicking this goal right now, kicking this ball right now. And he set himself up and he slotted it through. And there I was standing there with my niece in one arm and shaking my other fist and trying to be as quiet as I could. Um, his niece is a little baby, we should say. He didn't have his niece like around his head. Like, well, I'm going to kill you! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was all love. It was all love for Trelaw, all love for Darcy, my niece. Um, but it was amazing. So I have to give him the three votes. He finished with thirty-five disposals, six tackles, six tackles, and thirteen um, score involvements. He also got the maximum votes from both coaches, Adam Trelaw as well. An incredible game. Yeah. Great game. Okay. Um, okay. Exciting. Yeah. For the future. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And secondly, look, our boy Steele. Um, now, when I, I really thought about this, he came up really clutch and he showed his um, leadership in dire moments of the game really deep in cover he was made the crucial handball um, he picked up 32 disposals and seven score involvements but he generally he was around the around the uh, around the, the whole um, ground and his little chip kicks really got us like going in the right direction yeah. at all times so I had to give him the two um, now lastly I, ha- I really had a tough one picking this one but I have to go with Darcy Moore now, the reason why I'm going with Darcy is because he showed more confidence than I've seen um, in all his games this season. Yeah. Whether they put him in the, um, in the rock and he, got it, he did really well. But out of the seven, uh, seven uh, he had six contested, contested possessions and seven not contested. Um, he was just really in the thick of it and his two goals really steadied the ship for us. I thought um, that, he, one goal. that one goal from 45... Oh. Meters out, or fifty meters out, yeah. on a, a slight degree angle. Um, we need when we needed, we, we yeah. needed it, and he got it through for us. And so I'm giving him the one. I really thought he really did a good job. His contested marks were, were uh, like yeah. amazing. He's coming up. Here. He's coming up the last elite. Couple, the last couple of weeks, he's he's yeah. been he's been holding it, and we know that he could have done this, and now yeah. he's doing it. Yeah. So. And I think bringing in him into the into the ruck has, yeah. has improved yeah. him big time. We're watching exactly him exactly what he needed. We're watching him become a man in the yeah. last month. Exactly, yeah. and we're behind you. So I, I really hope you you keep going well, man. Very excited. Also, special mention now. Elliot, he he, the third quarter he lit it up. He played. I thought he played really well in that third quarter. Keep he had. He was a bit slow through, throughout the start of it, um, but he he kicked three goals. He, he was our highest goal kicker. Um, he does his job all the time. I thought I would have given him a vote if he played the whole game. I reckon he would have kicked more goals. Yeah. But I had to um, give him a special mention along with, of course, Howe, all Australian form. Dugowie, as we talked about before, Crisp was really good. Crisp he was, was really fantastic. nice. He was extra crispy. <clears throat> and um, and lastly, Hosky. Hosky. Hosky Elliott was lightning. Uh, yeah. Those couple of players that he lit it up. He kicked two goals, but he was around the it was, it was around the um, the ground. Really good. Thought his coverage was really nice. That was so. one of Hosky Elliott's better games. Yeah. And he had a quite a couple of weeks, but yeah. really uh, delivered when it mattered. And yeah. I don't see him dropping out of the side. No. no, I mean I don't. I don't see him dropping on the side at all. So that's for me, guys. I was yeah. uh, I just saying to Mikey that on Hoskin Elliott, it's like remember with like an Indigenous forward like Leon, you sort of leave him like he does has a couple of quiet games yeah, and then magical. Like, yeah, 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 I think we need to give yeah. that sort of like leeway to Hoskin. As Even well. though he, he's quite young and he's new to the team, there's so much class that he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very now, steady. I've, I've seen though. Buckley mention that before. He's just a classy player. Good finisher. The yeah. pace blows me away too. Yeah. Like he seems like such a tall body, but he takes on that field like you wouldn't believe. I don't think anyone can. Well, I think um, you also missed the second best player on the ground in, in any mentions. Adam Henderbury oh. was, was amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. That, yeah. He was uh, he was like far away. I was listening on the radio and the the commentators were saying, "Holy shit!" He's just and he had a lot of little touches as yeah. well that go, don't go on the stat sheet. But 
I think he really led by example. There's there's yeah. a couple of reasons. Like, look, Adams had 11 tackles and 28 touches. Wow. Um, he lit it up. Pendles was Pendlebury. He kicked mm-hmm. a goal. He's always kicked good. three behinds. I thought he could have capitalized on another goal at least. But of course, he he does what he like. He didn't. He that that's how he normally plays. But I had to mention these guys because I thought these guys were the X factor in with, this, in this with only two players in the team having under 10 possessions it's there's several it's special w- mentions to it, be exactly had. right I could you know right I think Wells was a, the last player on the list and he and I, and I thought he did well while he was on the ground yeah. so I just want to throw in a special mention there on the votes um, Joshy Smith yeah oh, he yeah. had like awesome. 30, yeah. Yeah. 32 touches he had like 14 marks or something yeah. he's Really come along Look at nicely. That, uh, game-saving rush behind, yes. in the last few moments. No, was... I thought he played. I played. I thought he played very well as well. He's Did 100%. you think blooper of the round was Lyndon Dunn's? He he tried to paddle towards the line, and then the player, <laughs> the Fremantle player, kicked the goal. Oh, like, I know. The line. Yeah. That was heartbreaking. Like by accident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Taylor Adams just standing there waiting for the ball oh, to come. Oh, he couldn't see. Yeah. 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 Lockie Neal. Yeah. Or um, who was it that missed a goal for um? For Frio. Brad Hill. Brad Hill. Oh, Brad Hill. <laughs> Thank you, Brad Hill, if you're listening. That was uh, a great that. moment. <laughs> he <laughs> listens to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 30 minutes in, this is okay. No one's mentioned me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, Joshy Smith, I thought he would have um, second year blues, but he's really he's coming kind of back. coming to form. Oh. I'm pumped. He's good. Pretty well, it's been a shift. He's not a backman. Like, he started out his career yeah. as a wingman, and they've They've pushed him back because he's a cannibal and he has his detractors, but I think he's playing good football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, last week we talked about All-Australian and there was an All-Australian contender, Louis, that mm-hmm. um, again put in a big show. And this is the week that, that, that all the commentators and the, all the media start to talk about All-Australian yes. selection. And this is our guy. Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> no, you're right. No, I read it. I read a, a little snippet in the uh, in the paper that said he's uh, Eastern Wood. So mm. as as uh, Western Bulldogs have him, yeah. Um, so he plays that uh, like on on the weekend. He had ninety percent kicking efficiency. Wow. Um, he took uh, I think it was like three contested marks. He took one beautiful specky. Oh, um, wasn't that great? It was amazing. Um, but the way he moved the ball around, he is that captain of the of the. Um, Oh, the yeah, back line. He's become a leader, I don't know. Um, and then, and then he just slots up a, a nice goal to to cap to cap his um, his performance. I just think that this guy's he, well, he's only twenty six years old. Um, he's got a lot more years in him, and we love him so in the silky. back line. It's turning into a great trade. Just before I say, it's going to be a lot of booze. A little bit of a disclaimer, but Robbo didn't include him in his. Australian oh, team. Oh. No it's surprise. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Been a good week for Robbo. Yeah. 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 Also, I was the only one that booed then, so they. <laughs> Boo! Yeah. Boo! Boo! Now, uh, talking about booze, we're going to go to uh, social media with Saliba. Woo. All this computer hacking is making me thirsty. I think I'll order a tab. Nope, oh, no time for that now. The computer's starting. And uh, welcome to Social Media with uh, Saliba. Um, just like to say that um, on Facebook, a couple of weeks ago, um, Leon Davis went back to the, the pies and um, somebody wrote in the comments, uh, Leon, the only player to make all Australian forward and back. And then someone wrote underneath it, what about Pavlich? And then he was like, oh, well, you know. So uh, <laughs> um, if you're at home, kids, you're doing an assignment, do not include the Collingwood comments section in your bibliography. <laughs> Um, and then also this week there was a poster that mentioned in the Kirby thread. Jeez, mm. um, who's going to start a change.org petition? <laughs> I was uh, waiting. Yeah, and then they started their own thing, and I really feel like they're trying to get on the podcast. They're trying to pander to me. Now we don't do things that way, all right? You write it and get on your merit. I'm just kidding, Quickie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am for sale. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to mention you, your poster of the week. Thank you for listening. Um, so that's just my opening thing. I'm going to cut to some, uh, some of the best uh, comments of the week. Uh, in regards to Jared Blair being dropped. Uh, <laughs> we willed it, guys. Well done for us. We did it. Yeah, Clayton M writes, Blair just being dropped so he can play his 150th at home in front of a big... Queen's birthday crowd. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, 
And uh, there was a Salvatore Fargo. Fargo. Salvatore! Now, now, a couple of weeks back, if you don't know who this is, he commented on one of the posts, um, we need to bring banners to the game to sack Buckley, right? Has he changed his tune? Well, no, he hasn't. <laughs> Salvatore is back, baby. And this guy comments now and then, so if you clicking on the Collingwood post, look yep. for his comments... But what's happened is he's, he's got some kind of notoriety now and he's getting like likes and people are noticing who Salvatore is. He writes, hopefully two changes, Dagos and uh, Crocker for Solo and Blair. Just a normal comment. Nine likes because he's Salvatore. And then, and then Luke uh, Treewarn writes, first intelligent thing I've seen you say and that gets seven likes. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Then after the game, someone's like, where the hell is Salvatore now? <laughs> So, oh, keep an eye on that. That's getting really interesting. Well, um, one of the best comments on one of the posts from James Clark writes, Top work, guys. Goldsack showed what a bloke he is with three and a half quarters with one arm. Maynard has now completely found his game. Uh, Scharenberg's play reading, composure and skills that skill showed. Just kick straight, C-word. So, <laughs> yeah. Classic. 46 likes because we're Collingwood. <laughs> we don't care about language. Uh, but now getting on to my post of the week, it was from Bad Horse after the game. And to be honest, every post was my post of the week because I love them all. <laughs> we won. But he writes this. He writes, um, a win full of hard merit. Whatever the other issues, this looks like a United team at the moment. Some youngsters beginning to step up significantly. Degoe, in particular, made his mark today. Even those who had quite a game, such as Ramsey and Crocker, stood up when it mattered. The injuries will hurt. I don't even want to think about how exposed we'll be next week, but it doesn't matter. This was epic. That's a great comment. Yeah, yeah. great comment. I love Actually, that. I have one more comment. It was like <laughs> from Animania 9, writes, Every club needs a gold sack. And then Pablo Disco Bar writes, Balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> Balls deep, baby. Uh, yeah. Well but um, just before we end, I'd like to introduce a new part of my segment, yeah. which is called. Saliba Soapbox. <laughs> yes, I bought my own theme music for that one. Now, earlier in the week, there was... All the talk was about Chris Mayne coming in. Now, Chris Mayne, we there was a hole in the forward line with Pasolo going out. And we were playing Fremantle. So, we are going home. It was all about Chris Mayne. Was Chris Mayne going to be in the in side? The so, somebody... Uh, it's gone well so far. I started to think about... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll be back next week. <laughs> Keep going. So, as everybody knows, or doesn't know, we give Louis a lot of shit because... He thinks Chris Mayne is the greatest player of all time. Yeah. Now, now if you don't know how this started, it all started in the first round when uh, I think Chris Mayne had a, took a mark and Louis was like, oh, this guy's good. And then we pounded. him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been 10 weeks now and it's not going to end. So, But then I started to think like there was a Chris Mayne thread and I started to think, why does Louis like Chris Mayne so much? <laughs> and Anzac Day posted a picture of Chris Mayne's ex-missus and there was also a picture of his new missus. Now, what I'm going to do is going to show the group. It's in the Chris Main thread if you want to see it. And she is very, very good. And we're also going to put it in the podcast thread. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so there she is, guys. That's the ex. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Has she oh, got sight problems? That's the new girl. Does she oh, have wow. sight problems? And she's a model and she's famous. What the it's hell? crazy. Wait, she's, mo- she's a model. Actress. That's my boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you do like <laughs> Now, I was just thinking about this guy. Like, I mean, he's conned one of the greatest institutions, like Australian businesses, into like giving him $500,000 a year. Easy. He plays forward, the he's funnest the position. Easy money. <laughs> <laughs> curly he has, devil. <laughs> he has women throwing themselves at him. If there's no, like, this is the evidence that a man has a genie. This is it. Or, <laughs> or he's a wizard. And on that note, we end the segment. Wait, just before we end, and now that we're on Maine, I did um, come across a pretty great comment on the on the uh, big footy uh, thingy. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Collingwood Football Club posted on their Twitter page last week, the VFL have had a buy. We're relatively healthy, says Bucks, who named Brown, Dacos, Crocker, Ramsey and Maine as those making an impression. And Apex36 said... Notice the wording made an impression does not imply either positive or negative. Maine has made an impression. The impression is, is that he's not AFL standard and the club are idiots for recruiting him. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I think Apex, that's like the third mention in three weeks. Keep posting Apex. Genius. We love it. You are a genius. But you're not as good as Chris Maine because no one is. No human is. <laughs>
And we go to the field of play where Maine is currently earning $500,000 a year. The VFL rap with Bianca. Welcome to the VFL, guys. We um, we had our first win since round one, and the boys were quite happy with that. 14-point win over Sandringham. Finally had a win. Well, guys. Yeah, they, they were fifth. Uh, Sandringham fifth on the ladder, but we've played them for the second time in a season, which is a weird fixture that I don't understand, and I don't try to understand. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they did well. Um, Bruce did his best to hurt us with four goals, but Cox and Kirby prevailed. Um, Cox looked a bit more comfortable in his boots with three goals and, and they weren't just easy goals. Um, he kicked a nice goal 50 metres out on a 45 degree angle with, with what seemed like quite ease. Um, but his grabs, whenever he goes near the ball and he goes mm. to market, it's always the second or third effort that he actually gets a hold of the ball. Um, so that's a bit interesting. But um, man of the match has to be Kirby. Six goals and it's just... Kirby! <laughs> Now, while we'd all love to see him in the team, I've heard some inside news, and it's quite interesting news. Um, he's got a, a in-club suspension for not having lost the weight that Buckley told him to. You're kidding! Me. <laughs> wow. Um, well, that's oh, that is hearsay. We should say it is like, hearsay. I have word from so um, someone who is a friend of McCarthy's. McCarthy's father or something like that that he couldn't be bothered losing the weight <laughs> <laughs> can't so be <laughs> in fairness I can't be bothered losing mine yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Bucks has apparently given him three weeks to train harder and then lose a bit of bit of kilos, a bit of um, flab around the gut. I want to see how fat he can get, because it's not It's not, it's hampering not faltering, it's not, is it? Yeah, Dean Riolo for Collingwood, get yeah. him in. I'd yeah. like to see yeah. it as big as Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there, there was a really exciting game. Um, mentionable, mentionable players, Louis Boy Maine had a few pretty good touches. Um, Hell yeah, the captain was back, and he was really consistent and showed good leadership within the side. He's, he's great to watch. He actually. was the one that, when they went down, like Collingwood, the VFL team should have gone close to winning the VFL flag last yep. year. But they lost Hellier, yeah, they lost a few other guys in the prelim or in that game that Massive they went in. Massive loss of leadership. And it was, yeah, a huge loss. So yep. I'm no surprise they started this year slowly without him. Yeah, and good now to have he's back, back and, and, and straight away. Straight away, yeah. 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 Um, Callum Brown and Dacos, they're consistent and throughout. And there was one comment that I saw on the big footy thread as well about, um, about Dacos from Big Brizer. Dacos kicking... Dacos's kicking stands out like dog's balls in a good way. Beautiful user of the ball with super clean hands. Going to be a very good player long term. Yeah. So nice. it's only a matter of time before we see him in the side. Um, but yeah, the boys had a, an excellent match on the weekend. It was really good. Now, um, a new segment I'm bringing to the table is uh, I Was Wrong. There's a, a cleansing feeling about admitting when you're wrong. When that final, the final veil comes down on the on the masquerade that you're putting up when you've mm-hmm. when you've so announced. Wait, wait, wait! The veil comes down on the masquerade. More <laughs> masks. So many. Just be honest, Dom. <laughs> My preference has always been to pretend that I was right all along. That I secretly yeah. liked that player that I said I hated. But yeah. there's a moment when you've gone too public. With yeah. something that you have to, uh, you have to admit that you've gone wrong. Yep. So I'm going to start off with how I've gone wrong, and then I'm going to ask every one of you guys how we've gone wrong, whether it be Collingwood or life or whatever it may be. Mm. So the first thing is uh, my new hero, Lyndon Dunn. I thought it was laughable that we got him. I that that was my last straw during the trade period, um, and now he's he's probably the best player in our back half, and there's no bigger fan than me. He's Pinpoint position out of the... I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. His kicking out of out from points has changed the way we go about... Full, I mean, yeah. changed the way I go about my life. <laughs> 60 metre passes and it hits someone on the yeah. tip every single time. We haven't had this oh, since the days of James see. Clement. Oh, yeah. Jimmy. Uh, oh, another thing it. I was wrong about was... I once thought that I would have a full head of hair since <laughs> to the day I died, but that hasn't really turned out for me either. We so, all knew. Everyone but Dom knew. That that was 
So, we're going to start with Bianca. How have you been wrong? Um, Football-wise, I don't know if Saliba remembers this, but year seven, um, I had a big hate for Maxwell. You did? I did. A huge mm. hate. And then, just years went by and I just denied the hate. <laughs> yeah. You hated him. <laughs> nice. He was one of my like favourite captains of all time after that, but... There was a time early on where I just hated his guts. It was a bit of like a... He'd done a few things wrong here and there. With yeah. A couple of our mates hate Maynard because he makes like one mistake in a game and it's a memorable one of mistake. Our mates. One, one of our mates. One of our standout yeah. mates. But yeah. not, I don't think more than one person could hate Maynard. He's so no, good. No, yeah, he's true. the only one. But Maxwell was the same for me. He might have made one or two mistakes and they stood out forever. Um, second place that I was wrong was um, building that fence for my dog on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that it would hold her in, but it didn't. <laughs> $300 later. Thanks, Georgie. Saliba? Um, I've got a really relevant one, and you guys are going to love this. I like Tom Phillips now. Hey! 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 In a game that I liked. I saw some things that I liked. You know, he snapped the goal. Really nice good. goal, yeah. right? Yeah. Pop that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, he, 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 you know, I'm, I'm gone from not liking to indifferent, you know? So, I'm not completely sold. Only a matter of time. Yeah. Um, and in life, I'm never wrong, you know? <laughs> I've pretty much nailed it up to now. I love it. Love the confidence. Mikey? Yeah, so I was wrong... Um, you may all remember a player that I thought would be a star full forward for a Collingwood football club. <laughs> oh no! The great, the one, the only, Corey Gold. No! <laughs> Do you remember when yeah. Mikey said... What did you say? He wanted to get his anything. number on his jumper. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I was the giraffe very wrong. himself. I just, oh, so a couple of pre-season games, yeah. he stood out. I thought, here he's bloody coming here. Do you remember we played that game and then he did something really shit and yes. I just looked at you? I didn't want to look at you. I remember that vividly. He just looked straight forward. I looked at you. I was like, I shouldn't have looked at him. <laughs> simple, simple mistakes. The guys are preferring. Oh. Ah, another one actually I was wrong. This is still footy related. I actually thought um, at the start of the year, I thought the sack would be done. Yeah, nice call. He would make it week to week, and it turns out he's having one of the seasons of his life. So keep it up, Zach. I, I want him to play next week with one arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'd rather see that than Blair, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. well, Louis? Um, I've only got one, and uh, it's. Yeah, I thought Maine would be better than that. <laughs> Oh my god, we recorded it! This is crazy! I, I thought, I thought that the, out of the first like 10 minutes of the Western Bulldogs game, I thought, hey, it, might be, it might be okay. It might be okay. The forward tackling pressure someone talked about like, 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 two years ago. Like two years ago? Yeah. I will, I, like, I, don't, I don't go for him, but I, I, I thought at that moment against Western Bulldogs, I thought, could be my boy. Hey, he could be someone's boy that I know, I don't know, maybe, but. Um, oh. And it's burned me for life now. <laughs> uh, so thanks, man. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, Thank man. you very much. Yeah, on that note, that. That on that amazing note, we're going to go to Bianca's Collingwood Who Am I? You stop following me? Who are you? The question is, who are you? Yes, and welcome to the Who Am I for the Collingwood Diehards. Now, here's the rules, guys. I'm going to say the questions, but you all have one guess each. If you guess wrong, you are out. So do not waste your guess. We'll start with question one. I was born in Western Australia in 1974, which makes him 43 years old. Okay. All right? Nobody? I debuted in 1994. All right. I have played at four clubs and finished at Collingwood. Still no guesses. All right. So... I had only six goals at the Collingwood Football Club. Oh, you're not sure? All right, I'll keep going. <laughs> I retired at the age of 28. In my first game in 2002 for Collingwood, I kicked five goals against Richmond. Five of my six goals for the club. I lost 34 kilos with Jen for men. I got it. <laughs> Scotty! Go through the rest. Nice. Um, look, you guys were pretty close. Like, he was the winner of the 1999 Colburn Medal. He oh, yeah. um, played for Essendon, Port Adelaide, West Coast, and Collingwood. Yeah. I think oh. my Scott Cummings 
uh, highlight is when Buckley kicked the goal in the grand final and they panned to come oh, into the in crowd. The crowd for some <laughs> yeah. I've got a funny story about that actually. Anthony sat next to Scott yeah. Cummings. Anthony was My right mind. there in the really? city chair. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. He was right near him. It was like two seats Anthony, away. Anthony, for those listening at home, he's oh. our brother. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second, no one knows it. <laughs> we, we met him at the, um, the Williamstown That's Grand right. Final. He, he was such a great player. He still works as Collingwood's MC on occasion. He, he is um, the chairman of the, the events or yeah. something like that. Nice, the Scott. Of the nice, Scott. I should also say <laughs> that Bianca and Dom are brother and sister. Yes. So, and they're third brother. So is uh, Andrew, Mikey and I. We're all yeah, brothers. we're all brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Sri Lankan, Dutch, yeah, Australian. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to get this Baldies. done quick because mum's cooking dinner. She's <laughs> <laughs> cooking curry, you know, some other Dutch food. And... Yeah, it's starving. <laughs> Talking about the Dutch, we're going to go to Mikey's Ins and Outs. Yes, welcome all to the low IQ, no teeth ins and outs for this week. Hey. Um, as we all saw or listened, heard, wherever you heard it, we have a fair few injuries, which is not looking good for us. Elliot out possibly three to four with the same injured ankle, which mm. is, as we Scary. said earlier, I think is going to be massive. It would be good if it's just three or four. Actually. Yeah, it would be very nice. Yeah, Wells, we'll again, calf. It, I think it's his other calf, but it's still, who knows, maybe a month of footy. No. Big footy seems like he's dead. They're like, oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's what very somber. I... I mean, because it's his other calf, hopefully it won't be as, I guess, as bad That's as it true. could have been. So the possible recovery, I guess the normal time for a calf, I think, mm. is around a month. But because he's, I guess he's old, he's always injury. Injury prone. They might give him a couple extra weeks. It's, who knows? Um, the sack, as we've been talking about, he'll probably be out as well with that shoulder. Did they say how long? They're not sure what it is yet. I think, I don't know what I was reading online today. They went to get scans. Might be a chip in his collarbone, okay. possibly. Well, so geez. maybe he, that's another month He had month been there. playing with the injury for a bit, so hopefully they can jab him up and get him back nice. after the bye. But yeah. no, just, just jab him up. Just, just jab him up. Get him on his... Just jab him. Get him on the ground. Just jab him. Greenwood injured, but there's a chance he'll play, I guess. Um, I don't think he's... What is the call? Yeah, well, they, it's a, I don't think played, that'll be too bad. Like the boy said he played the rest of the game. Yeah, true. Yeah, but so did the sack. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but, so to the ins, I mean the VFL obviously had a pretty good, pretty good win. There's a few possible ins. Aish to come back in, play off the wing, possible inclusion for Wells. Yep. But I say that Brown could also come in for Wells. I wouldn't I'm mind seeing Callum that. Brown makes it in. Yeah. Me too. Um, I was, I was thinking Kirby might be in, but I mean if Kirby has to lose a couple of kilos, <laughs> Kirby might still be out. <laughs> So perhaps again, uh, what if he gets bulimia in the next couple of weeks? <laughs> Put him in the side. Do you Put him get in the side. Caught bulimia, <laughs> man. Bulimia. Very stupid. The Collingwood Army will be angry about six goals and not having come into the side yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be ropeable. Check to like check regularly. Change dot org. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> change dot org will have um, uh, who else is out? The sack's out. Um, so I was reading online, Melbourne's forward line with Hogan out is quite small. So a possible shade in for that. Uh, I don't think shade will come in for this week. Because mm. they, don't, they don't play at all. Lyndon Dunn takes their number one forward. Yeah, We could bring in, from what I've been hearing, Langdon has yeah. been playing very, very well in the yeah. VFL and could I'd get like a call up. Actually. So it's, who really knows what's going to happen with three or, three or four forced outs. It'll be very interesting to see. There's yeah, also, uh, I mean, t- to replace Billy Elliott, need the, the X Factor. Something yes. up forward. So there's the Kirby. Yep. Uh, Fasolo's Fasolo. been talked about coming back. Yep. It's, who, would, who would you rather, rather see, I guess? Kirby's un, untried. Mm. Big stage. Queen, Queen's birthday. Fasolo might have a calm ahead. I mean, I'd love to see Faz, Faz back. And... I, th- I think if Faz puts his hand up, that will definitely play. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, perfect, I think he got perfect a, for that spot. I think he'll persist with Crocker too. One game yeah, back. Yeah, definitely. definitely one, oh, you yeah. don't think so, Dom? I think, you, I mean, even uh, Jamie Elliott came back one game, didn't do anything and took a good yeah, week to Yeah, look, I, being harsh, it is his first game back, but yeah. I can't remember a worse, like, <laughs> one of the worst games from a Colin player this year. Every time oh. he got the... Apart from that amazing goal. goal. Amazing goal. Amazing goal. Yeah. Um, and which was a game sealer. But every single time though. he touched the ball, mm. it was either a turnover or he easily got pushed aside or he just yeah. wasn't up with the intensity. The speed of the game. But the that's game. what I'm saying. Yes, I agree. You, you're not going to learn to get the speed unless you're playing at yeah. the speed. So yeah. that's, he'll, I think he'll be... Answer me this, persistent. Would Blair have kicked that snap? No. <laughs> well, probably not, no. <laughs> he would have tried to dodge. Blair so, would have tried to dodge well, three people. Yeah. <laughs> he's got talent. He's got talent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's his I like him. He's a Collingwood man. Crossing. It's his one fiftieth. So 
the good chance he's going to be in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Blair will come yeah. in for I think he will. I, I hope he doesn't, but I think he will. I think he will. Big stage. I think he'll play well. I think they'll play him. Do you think Maine could come in? That's the other thing. He's had some VFL form. I mean, experience is a big thing. We've lost a lot of experience with those outs, and he's got games under his belt. But yeah. I don't know. He's just he's just been average. Yeah. I mean, Cox has been doing all right. Uh, big big That's base. What you got to worry about with bringing Maine in, right? So there's this pressure to play him because he's on big money. Yeah. But also, what kind of example does it set when this guy's not really doing anything in the VFL yeah. and yeah. getting games? Exactly right. You and you've got consistent yeah. players like Callum Brown. And yeah, Lacos, exactly. They're, they're doing Kirby. the same thing week in week out, but because we're paying him. You know, it's an interesting one. Look, I, it's going to be really interesting on Thursday. But mm. he's lucky, though. So we could win the grand final because he gets everything he wants. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> That's his third wish. You know his third wish. Having right? not done anything for the season and coming in <laughs> for the grand final, final. <laughs> third wish. If yeah. you could see it one way, going one way, Mikey, what would be your three ins for those three, three outs? Three ins, three outs. All right. So sack out. I think I'd bring Langdon in. The smaller someone who's got a pretty good kick. He's, I would like to see him play a bit quicker. But yeah, he can push up into a wing like Sack he does very, as well. He very well could. Yeah. Uh, so Wells out. I'd love to see Brown in, make mm-hmm. his de- debut. And if not Brown, t- Josh Thomas. He's, Joshy Thomas. Josh, Joshy Thomas again in the VFL. He's been racking them up. He's, I remember him when he was playing. I He'd have to get elevated him. off the rookie list. I, I would love to see that. And Elliot out, I think I'd like to see the Faz in. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I want to see Faz back in the side as yep. well. Mm-hmm. I think we're all in agreement there. So the attention turns to the big one, uh, Queen's birthday, yep. Melbourne, Monday afternoon, 2.30. If we win this game, we're 6-6 six and six going into the bye. Yep. Um, so as we, before we start talking about matchups, before we start talking about tips, I want to talk about um, how Nathan Buckley is going at the moment, how he's being received after three wins in a row, as opposed to when he was sitting at 2-4. and four. Yeah. So this is going all the way back to being seven goals down against Hawthorne to three wins later. Uh, Saliba, what do you think? Where where is Buckley at right now? Well, I mean, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Like he's he's done. I mean, he's done said all the right things, and finally everybody like all the wheels like are turning. It's all the are turning, yeah. yeah. And um, I was going to say with this persistence and with Blair, I think that that is actually showing good coaching because in previous years he would sort of like play one guy, like not give him a chance to shine, and then delist him at year's end. And I think that even though, like, as supporters, we sort of saw Blair as a little bit of a weaker part of the side, even though he is a, a, has been a great player yeah. earlier in his career, I really feel like Buckley sort of learned something to have more faith in the players. And it's, it's showing. Yep. No, I agree. The, yeah, okay. And the media is starting to back him up as well. There was a, a big thing in the paper this yeah. morning that yep. um, how Buckley's turned the season around, or yeah. was it yesterday? It's from my boy, Jay Clark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it... You can you can see it, and you, it, it looks like the players are actually starting to play with it, starting to to kind of um, wrap their head around what yep. he's what he's trying to do. There's still some some areas we have to improve on, like our kicking is deplorable. Like well, it, I I think he's put the um you know the the question where are the players playing for him? I think he's put that to bed. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. He's def- the players play for it him. It seems to be the, the one club. question that comes up every time. Yes, uh, but the, the thing is, I also like to say that. It's not over yet, and it could go the other way. Exactly right. Yeah, it's, well, look, uh, it, it, we haven't even reached the halfway mark. It is not over yet. We could lose by 30 points, and we could be all wanting to kill Collingwood Absolutely. on the next podcast. Yeah. Mm. Collingwood supporters are quick to turn. That's why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Salvatore gets so much hate. <laughs> Salvatore. I have a, I have a selection question. Um, Levi Greenwood, we talked about him. Last week, excellent up forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Tackled maniacally, kicked a goal, should have kicked a couple. Yes. Um, just marked everything, was really good around the ground. Do we throw a curveball in and tag him to someone this week? Or do we keep him forward? Louis? Mikey? I was, I was going to say, I would keep him forward. I think. Yeah. Obviously, he's I agree. A, he is a good tagger, but when you were talking earlier, Pendlebury, Adams, Jalor, yeah. Sidebottom, if they're on top, Melbourne. We don't need to tag. We, don't, we, we don't need, need to, to tag. tag. Yeah. You know what? We so, need the extra ta- tackling pressure in the forward fifty. We do. Mm-hmm. I think we do, and that that turns into a Trelaw goal or, yep. or a, a Pendlebury goal, and or it brings it like down that. to the deck yes. rather than um, having to have those tall forwards. We want right. to bring it down to the deck. We need someone so, there that yeah. has that forward pressure so, and, and can get it to those smaller guys. Something happened in that Freo game, and it's happened, I reckon, halfway through the Hawthorne game, where our midfield started to run both ways and be accountable. 
Yeah. So all of a sudden, when that happens, you don't need a, a really hard Greenwood don't, tag. Don't yeah. And his skills are better set up forward. Yep. Um, so I think it's won me over. I, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, it's working when he tags, it's to tag him every week. Just mm-hmm. take the most dangerous player. But him forward has won me over. And he's I think if he's, if he's carrying a, a calf in, he probably will need to... Who is the number one midfielder for Melbourne? Would you say Oliver um, at the moment? Claire Nola, nineteen-year-old, nineteen, twenty-year-old. Yeah, has he's like 30, uh, average of thirty possessions a game. Do you think he's worth tagging? Tag- tag- I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't so. think that. I, don't, I think the matchup is just too weird. I mean, the, are you talking about? We're talking about Claire and Oliver here. Yeah, he's a he's six foot four. I think he finds his six own three. Regardless. Yeah, uh, averaging a, thirty-one disposals, twenty-three handballs, eight kicks, four marks. I don't, I don't know. If our midfield kills, we shouldn't need to. Yeah, However, exactly. having said that, if it's necessary, Buckley should be able to make the change within the game. To, to exactly to right. That's a good point. And exactly right. talking about Melbourne, they're still without Gorn. They're still without Spencer. I think their Ruckman is a second or third stringer, fourth stringer. So if there's ever going to be a game where our midfield dominates, it's with Brody Grundy giving them first use in the yep. middle. Yep. So that's where we can get a decent start. Um Mikey, who do you think Melbourne's most dangerous player is without Jesse Hogan? Um... I think it's Lyndon Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeremy Howe. Oh! <laughs> but it's definitely not Ben Kennedy. <laughs> but... ah, whoa, whoa. Sorry. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Their most dangerous player. It's a good question. I mean... I don't honestly don't know who Melbourne's most dangerous oh, player would be. We're looking at players like Hibbert, Jones. Hibbert off the back. I'm trying to think of their forward line. I mean, if Jeffy gets off the leash, mm. Jeffy could hurt us. He's quick in the. He's bloody quick. And he's been good this yeah. season. And he's been finding a bit of form. So I think he could potentially Garlet? hurt us a lot. Who plays, yeah, on, yeah. Yeah. Who plays on Jackie Watts? Is it Jeremy Howe or does he get like a Sharonberg? I think Sharonberg. I think a Sharonberg. I'd love to see Sharonberg. I Sharonberg on him. Yeah. Yeah. I think our weakness this week, especially because of our alley and out, is the forward line. I can't really see a weakness in the midfield unless they drop their game a little bit. I agree. And the defence is strong. Like you guys were talking about ins like Langdon before. I was yeah. like, well, the defence is solid, you know. And I know solid, you do man. have to replace goals. We yeah. almost had one defender yeah. too many, especially after bringing Ramsey thought, in yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I say keep Levi in the forward line. Like, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point because it, the forward line's a little bit weaker this week. That's yeah, why we need Foz or, or or somebody or yeah. Curb. Yeah, I thought we would struggle without Varco, but the the boys are doing oh, alright. Because oh, Chris just played half back now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he needs that runner off half back. Yeah, exactly. Crisp has been unleashed lately. Yeah. To watch him take off from the back of the square and just sprint forward. That, that goal that he set up for uh, Oscar Elliott oh, was really good, right? Just, yeah. just speed. He's just accelerated away yeah. from both three them, guys. Yeah. Both of those two players jetting down the ground was yeah. amazing to see. And it was said on Big Footy that he did a rugby kick, kicked it over his yeah, head. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. oh. it was a, um, we were talking about before, is Greenwood as a barometer. Crisp is Crisp, another Crisp is the barometer. Yeah. Crisp does not play yeah. well if we lose. 100%. Notice that. Yeah. Now that's a, that's totally an indictment on that player. Crisp needs to get better in, in losing games. Yeah, he needs yeah. to lift. We're going to move to. I want a tip from everyone. I want most goals, and I want best player on the ground. We'll start with Bianca. I'm 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 really worried about this week's game, but um, I'm going to go for the Pies again. I think it's going to be a close one. We'll we'll win by eight points. Um, goals. Yep. Is that the question? Um, I think Darcy Moore is going to have a, a really good game with three goals. Oh, actually, make it four. Make it four. Um, all right, all right. This down. Best on... I'm going with Trelaw. He's on a roll. Yeah. He's on a roll. He can't lose. Thank good. Um, I would say I think we're going to lose. I, Melbourne are our, our bogey team. So Twice last year they got it. Yeah, yeah I know. And, um, they even beat us in 2010. I mean... Oh, they drew with us in 2010. That's, that's always yeah, the Yeah, that was like... <laughs> I know, I know. It's irrelevant, but I will say it. Um, and uh, To be honest, like, I think they're going to win by like, 35. Like, like It's going to be a strong victory. They killed us last year. Um, so it's going to be interesting game. to see if we can, we, can, we can stay solid. Trezor for most goals and Trezor for... Um, penals for best on ground, sorry. How many goals? Uh, three. Um, I, I kind of agree with Andrew that Melbourne will win, but I'm going to tip the pies. Pies by seven. Best on ground, I'm also going... I'm actually also going... I'm going to go Adam Trelaw. And most goals, I'm going Adam Trelaw with three as well. Wow. Trezor. Yeah, no, it's... Adam Trelaw deserves it. He's... I, I, right from the... Even last season, I I still think of exactly the same um, of his 
the way he's been playing this season. I think he's just incredible. I'm going to yeah. go... I'm also going to go with him best on ground. Yeah. Um, but I think... And I want to see Darcy Moore kick the most goals. And I'm going to go say four as well. And so, the Pies going to win? Of course the Pies are going to win. I've been saying that since grade two. <laughs> every week. He's been saying that in round 11 in 2017, <laughs> Collingwood are going to win. And nah. I've been saying, shut up. That doesn't make any sense. But this week finally it's made sense. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm, going for, um, I'm going for a 16 points win. And I'm going to say that we kick more goals than we kick behinds. Ooh, oh, big call. Yeah, yeah, I had to do it. So I'm a little bit... There's some concerns I have um, with coming off a, a shorter break than Melbourne who have had the bye and coming back from Perth. Do you remember that old hoodoo of coming back from Perth no one ever won when they, yeah. the week yeah. after Perth? Yeah. Um, and Melbourne have obviously had a longer break. Having said that, Momentum is a bizarre thing in football, and Collingwood have it right now. Even with Billy Elliott out, even with Sack out, um, even with Wells out, I have Collingwood by forty-two points. We're in a day that we'll finally, <laughs> wow. that we finally kick straight. We, we right. could have beaten Fremantle by set, like at least that. Yeah, easy. If we kicked yeah. straight in the first quarter, the game might have been done by half time. We beat them by twenty points, which was a significant margin. And we kicked fifteen fifteen mm-hmm. for the for the game, so. I, f- I just have a feeling for Solo may come back, a little bit of feel good about the pies, get to off to an early start, kick straight, midfield dominate, Brody Grundy is going to be best Ooh, on ground. I like nice. It. I like good thinking, it. Good thinking, and for Solo is going to be on the front page of the Herald Sun come Tuesday morning after kicking five goals. Oh. Oh. Just quietly, John, what was your prediction um, for the free? Before game? I go on, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I want to just point out that last week I had Collingwood to win by 21 points. Yeah. After starting off hot, I said that Fremantle would pull us back and we'd kick away late. And that is exactly word by word. <laughs> it happened. By 42. <laughs> so, well, um, I mean, they didn't, I mean, didn't they win by 20, though? Well, <laughs> I was did, one... I, did I jinx bet Fremantle by 20? Does that mean I got it right? <laughs> yes. I think I said Yes, 30. that's exactly what it meant. <laughs> Run to the bookmaker, Collingwood by 42. So now... We uh... <laughs> So we've got Melbourne at the G, Monday 2.30. What are we doing, guys? Are we going? Are we watching at the pub? What, what? We Talk should go. Me. I feel like we should go. I'm we go. could go. We should go. Dom's we'll, going. We'll go Dom's back Dom's to Dom's place it. afterwards, have more beers, watch the replay. Beers at Dom's house? Beers at Dom's. Beers at Dom's. Go the pies. Go the pies. Cheerio.